0: to her dating and relationship secrets. Secret number 162, control and emotions. I'm helping a client right now who's in a very roller coaster relationship, but the roller coaster is actually fueled by how long He, this is actually a male client, because I do get conscious men that come in and want to do the work. How long he and his partner have been suppressing their own emotions. He has always gone through life very much um, creating certainty and safety, coming from a, a tempestuous past. And so being the steady one, the logical one, the controlled one, the stable one. Which typically means that your own emotions are muted. Not completely stifled, but you don't have room to be messy, disorderly, chaotic, up and down. Except the thing is, once in a while, when you suppress those sides of yourself, whether it's intense sadness, wildness, wanting to be irresponsible, do a crazy thing once in a while, uh, anger, any of those intense feelings, then they build up within you. You suppress them until eventually the pressure builds and when they see a chance to break through, either because you feel really down or weak, physically, emotionally worn down, Uh, you're under great stress, you've had a few drinks, that's when, that's when that other side that has not been allowed to express itself will burst through. This is where so many of my clients who identify as um, I'm a really smart, strong woman will be like, I don't understand why I did that. Like being seized by the waves of emotion and doing something that, quote unquote, I know better than to do that. It's because when we're coming from that intellect side, that knowing side, that part of us that is rational it's typically a control tactic we're trying to think and decide how to feel how to feel about uh, maybe a part of ourselves a part of our past we're not sharing Uh, emotions that we don't feel safe showing because maybe there was no space in our home for us to be the ones that were messy there's a line in an old song Um, From the 90s, it says, uh, you don't seem to love me when my face don't want to shine. Meaning, sometimes we had to be the uh, cheerleader for everyone else or the rescuer, but we had no room for our own emotional mess because we were parentified children at times. Or it may be that you weren't able to show anger because it would escalate things in your home. Or you simply weren't rewarded for it emotionally when you expressed your emotions. Repressed emotion through trying to control ourselves, tell ourselves what to feel, and the smart way to act, think, and behave can create a push-pull, a tug-of-war inside of you that isn't going to honor all of your needs. Your emotions are trying to tell you things you need, actions you need behaviors you need, habits you need, the kind of people you need to be around or not be around, the kind of dynamic that feels good or not good to you. We cannot create safety through intellect alone or control alone. Control is really an illusion. Makes me think of a a friend of mine from college who identified almost entirely with his intellect and was thrown into complete confusion in his life the first time he fell in love. He had no idea how to handle it or what to do with it because for the first time he was feeling things that were pulling and pushing him in ways that he didn't feel he had control of. If that sounds familiar at all, this feeling of of emotional forces overwhelming your intellectual decision-making, then this is exactly the roller coaster you've gotten on. This push-pull between control tactics, usually through our thinking mind, and our actual emotions that we've been suppressing. So what do we do? Well, with this client, for instance, it's been too long that he's been keeping the lid on the part of himself that we could call the shadow, the part that he expelled, exiled, tried to expunge from himself because of what he associated it with in his own background. He didn't feel he had permission. He didn't feel it was a part of himself that he accepted or approved of to show all of his different emotions and needs. And only as we begin embracing that, only as we begin to let The mess and the joy and the passion and the spontaneity. All of those things that come from our intuitive side. As we let that out, at first it can become a little messier looking, right? More uncontrolled, but that's also full of beautiful possibility and opportunity and spontaneity and experience. So when you begin to let go of control, if you've suppressed for too long, you might feel scared by it. It might feel like, starting a wildfire that you you can't control once it's out. The key is in doing this healing work gradually so you can learn to surf the edge, just like surfing on a wave. You want to find the balance between your responsible planning mind, the protector intellect within you that likes to control and have certainty, and that spontaneous uncontrolled Not just spontaneous in the ways you want, not just, yes, I love when I I tell the waiter to bring me the best dish in the house. It's so spontaneous. I don't know what I'm going to get. That can be a fun type of spontaneity. But we're talking about being able to surf the unpredictability of the world, of how a partner acts, of something that comes up at work, or being able to deal with unpredictable and rising emotions. And to just allow yourself that, to say, you know, this morning I just feel really, really sad. And instead of me telling myself that there's no time for it, honoring that and giving it some space, sitting with it, using some of the many modalities that we can use through coaching and therapy and, and other practices for emotional wellness, where you connect with that part through inner child work, mirror work, journaling, visualization, or, or any of the many different things that I use with clients. So that we can begin to integrate, accept and integrate your emotions, real time, with who you are. And not turn your emotional self into an enemy of yourself. Not trying to suppress, oppress, or control it. And also not letting it run rampant through your life. When you come to a balance and an integration that respects your thinking mind, as well as your feelings, including ones that you'd rather not feel, old secret shames and judgments included. Then you'll be able to fully enjoy. As Khalil Gibran, who wrote The Prophet, would say, you would be able to laugh all of life's laughter and cry all of life's tears. That's the key to being a whole, full you, so you can have a whole, full, successful relationship. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.